Hello, everyone, and welcome to Diabetic Loving. It's been a while, and I'm so happy to be back. I come back to you as the American Diabetes Association Ambassador. I'm so pumped for this um, opportunity. And my name is Sophia Basir. I have been type 1 diabetic ever since the age of seven, and I've started this podcast to show all who are touched by diabetes that you can have and live a healthy, full, limitless life with diabetes. I'll have a new episode every week, each Thursday. Today, we have Sarah Carolyn on the Associate Director and of development with the American Diabetes Association. So we'll be speaking today about great resources on the site and events that are going on with the American Diabetes Association. Sarah, thank you so much for joining me. Hi, I'm so excited to be here today. Anytime I get to go on and on about um, our association <laughs> and our mission, I, I love it. That's awesome. Thank That's you awesome. so much for having me. Of course, of course. Thank you for joining me. And so please let us know how long you have worked with the ADA and um, how you got started like within the diabetes sphere. Sure. Um, so with the American Diabetes Association, I've been here over two years, um, which means I had started during the COVID pandemic, during quarantine. Um, I actually came from another uh, diabetes-focused nonprofit and they went through some changes kind of like everyone else did at the time where downsizing was, you know, being done because we're nonprofits and, you know, we have to make money somehow. So I actually ended up being one of half of their workforce that was downsized. So um, I was just looking for something and... I'm so, so fortunate that the ADA came along because they actually fit my goals and my passions even better. Oh, wow. So what happened was I worked in nonprofit for such a long time, and then I switched over to a corporate position. And I really enjoyed that position, but um, started losing the momentum of the why. You know, like, why am I doing this? What am I doing here? Who am I affecting? How how am I making an impact with my life on others so that I can help further uh, their quality of life? So my goal is always just to help others. And so I started really thinking about it. And I left that position without being necessarily wildly unhappy with anything, just the fact that I needed to get back into nonprofit world. So instead of just hopping back into whatever I could find, I made a list of things that were important to me. And one of those things was diabetes. My family's been affected by it. Um, I have friends that have been affected by it. So it's definitely something that's been prevalent in my life for a while now. And I thought if I could help people like my family, like my mom and my sister, my dad, like all of these people, I would I mean, that would be so fulfilling in itself. So little did I know when I got into it, I would just find this garden of just like fulfillment. I, that's the only way I can think to say it because it's just like I start meeting people like you and it's like I hear your story and then we instantly become like connected through it. And and through the, the past five years, I would say, of working within the diabetes community, it's just been amazing. So I know that was a very long answer to your to your question, but I am very passionate about it and I do love it. I love it so much. 
Okay, so a couple things. So when one door closes, it's not really closed. It's like the opportunity for something else is on its way to you, on its way to you. Your alignment is being set up properly. It's just a different path. So see what happened when you left something that you weren't that crazy about this opportunity became available. And also talk about being, getting in, in, in a place where you're really supposed to be. They have why Wednesdays, the ADA has why Wednesdays and you hit the nail on the head saying, what is my why? When they have a whole thing on Wednesdays, calling out diabetics on what their why is for taking care of themselves. So Mm -hmm. that is pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And it's exciting. And it, and it is, it's, it, it fell. I, the timing of it was so perfect after I lost my position. You know, I definitely believe that one door closes, another one opens. And I just kept having hope and faith that like something would come along and was willing to explore whatever was out there. But this came along and it was such a perfect fit. And I feel like it still continues to be. I just, I love it so much. That's awesome. That's awesome. So um, are there, I'm going to just jump into um, a few questions with regards to the ADA. So are there options? um, Oh, excuse me. What are your favorite things about working with the ADA? I think you mentioned a few things, but. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I think that this speaks to everyone just maybe more on a personal level on the inside as an organization, they're fantastic. They take excellent care hundred percent all the way around, you know, 360, whatever you want to call it of their people as far as their employees. So that's something that I think everyone always looks for, but doesn't always find. And that is one of the things I love the most because part of taking care of us is they allow us to figure out what, what ways of doing things are successful to us. Mm -hmm. So for me, I might, talk to um, a company or somebody with diabetes differently than my coworker. We both have the same goal and we both have the same like successful ending, but getting there isn't necessarily the same for everybody. And they really support that because they know that what's most important is, you know, our genuine love for our mission. So, um, and then that leads me to our mission itself. I, I am passionate about finding, you know, the research and finding a cure for diabetes, but I am, as I mentioned, someone that knows quite a few people living with diabetes. So the second part of our mission is probably what I am most passionate about, which is improving the quality of life for those currently living with diabetes and affected by it. So whether it's, you know, the programming we offer, the education, the community we offer, like I am just, I love being able to facilitate that. I love being able to show people that they're not alone, right. that this isn't the end. This right. is definitely manageable. And um, I've seen it affect enough people when they start to realize that, that the feeling of just saying like, wow, you don't have to feel this way anymore. It's just, it's very powerful. Right. That's, that's wonderful. Um, thank you so much for all that. And I got more questions for you. Yeah, no, sorry. I told you I could talk. I could talk. And I, I thought I, I'm usually a talker, but I'm loving what you're saying because you can tell it's, you're being just very, you're very passionate and it means something. So thank you. Thank you so yeah, much. Of course. Yeah, I love and it. So for a person who is 
like newly diagnosed with diabetes or someone unfamiliar with diabetes, but they may want to find out more and they're curious, where should they start with the ADA? So something that I I tell people is the ADA website has everything you could want, but it's incredibly overwhelming, right? So you just got this diagnosis. You just found out your family member got this diagnosis and all you want is like... (laughs) just some sort of like comfort or information and you get on the website and it's like, where do I even begin? So one of the great things about our website is that if you go to the drop down, it lets you really filter down to exactly what you're looking for. Oh, great. So depending on your age, your gender, your type of diabetes that you're, you've been diagnosed with or your loved one has been, um, you can really narrow it down. So starting with that, dropping it down, here's what I'm looking for it makes it much easier to start to navigate because once you say like, oh, I'm looking for women over the age of 50 who's, who are dealing with this, then you can see like all that's available to you as far as resources. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say start there because yes, it is overwhelming, but there is a way to filter down. So I always want people to know like you can filter down. You don't just have to consume this like fire hose of information right away. Um, And then another thing I would say is our community, just get as involved as you can as far as we have Facebook groups, we have a Facebook page, we have events. The more you can be around people, the more you can, I say, we can give you all the information and the facts, but the more you can truly learn about other people's journeys, I think the more you can begin to learn about your own because not being alone I know I said that before, but I mean, we have camp every year and there are kids that come that say it's the one time a year that I don't feel like the only person that has this. This is, (laughs) so, oh, Camp Medicia. Okay. So yeah, um, I was going to mention this later, but when I was diagnosed with diabetes, um, my mom was able to find Camp Medicia, literally changed my life. I just got chills. Mm -hmm. I had been, um, I was diagnosed at seven. And when I came back to school about two weeks later, kids were like, don't touch Sophia. Don't play with Sophia. You'll become diabetic. It was devastating, right? Really, really hard on top of the new diagnosis. So being at a place where everyone there understood or had diabetes it completely changed my life. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, I won a pair of Janet Jackson tickets at Camp what? Wow. Life-changing <laughs> in two different ways. Like, that's additionally incredibly life-changing. It was amazing. It was amazing. So, yeah, and I, I'm planning on doing some volunteer work at Camp Medicia next year, you know. Um, oh, amazing. So, yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm still. Yeah, I, you can, I had to say something about Kevin Day. Yeah, no, so you can speak to, I mean, you know for sure for yourself how important the community is and how important it is to, I mean, you don't have to find someone on there and become like very best friends, but I can tell you right now that people are learning from each other every single day on those in those groups and in those chats. And you might find a support group if you're a parent, or you might find a support group if you're in your thirties and you don't know, you don't know anyone in the area. You know what I mean? Like there's, it's just like a really fantastic, amazing community. So limitless. Yeah. It, that's like my, one of my favorite words. Like there's so much opportunity to, to, to find 
help, to find hope, to find love, right? This mm-hmm. it's so much, and it's not like diabetes is one thing, um, but you typically don't have a hard time with diabetes until you you it's not going well, right? Mm-hmm. So when you set yourself up with a really good foundation, you can have you know learn more about how to take care of your diabetes in a in a, in a better way, right? For mm-hmm. you and just move along in a healthier lifestyle. So it's, it's just like easy. I'm using quotations like easier, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or better um, to, to be a diabetic because it's going to be around for a little while. Um, yeah. So I'm, I keep jumping in. <laughs> oh my gosh, keep going. It's fine. This is wonderful. I love um, the conversational. Thank you so much. Um, so I, just regarding uh, the, the website, I... Um, you mentioned being able to narrow it down into like different categories. So you can um, be more specific, like if you're looking for things for kids or um, mm-hmm. teens or like, um, you know, somebody in their 20s or 30s or something like that. There's a way to narrow it down by like age group and stuff like that. So when I say age, I think I mean more of like 50 and older and then kids and then kind of everyone else. It, it doesn't go that deep, but it does help you with, um, if you're someone on the other side of 50, mm-hmm. you might have different requirements or different sure. things you're looking at. Like you might be more concerned about, um, retinopathy or, uh, retinopathy or anything like that. So it might be more information for someone that's more relevant for someone that age. So, um, but it does go by like, if you're a woman, specifically some of the things you need to look into and some of the things that you need to look for. We also narrow it down based on like what your concerns are. So we have an entire page. If you say, I'm concerned about my feet, because that is something that is a big concern for folks that are living with diabetes is, is their foot care. And, um, we have a whole foot journey, which is a whole website. And you answer these questions like, I'm having issues with my feet. I'm concerned about issues with my feet. And you select one of those and then it gives you the information. Um, so things like that we have that are incredibly supportive. That's why I say we have loads of information. You just have to you just have to find it. But once you know that you can narrow it down or you can find the specific thing you're looking for, it makes it much easier. So um, yeah, you can you can find a lot of information on there. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for that. And how often is the the website updated? Regularly. So any information you see on the website is going to be the most recent information. Okay. Thank you. And the events, like I know we did the step out um, a few months ago. I know. And you were there and I didn't even meet you. I think I was like running around and I didn't, Jennifer kept saying you were there and I was like, where? Like, (laughs) I think I got a chance to sing the national anthem and start oh, it was beautiful. Off. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful. I and I didn't know that was you either. And then Jennifer was like, yes. And I was like, okay. okay. I have to get myself. It was nice to see you. Uh, it was nice to, to see together. you. Yes. Right? <laughs> These are so wild. But it's so, so fun. So I, fun. And you know, because you were there, like it's just every type kind walk of life person you can think of, because it's not it's not a disease that um, cares about those types of things, right? Yeah. It's not, it's, it's a disease that'll come at you no matter what you got going on. So um, it's, it's wonderful to be there and to be in the community. So we do have our step out um, next year. We're actually moving it to a tour, which is a cycling event. Yep. So we're I'm very talking to Jennifer about that. 
yeah, we're very excited about that. This weekend, we actually have a kickoff coming up, which is a cider a cider ride, which people are riding to get donuts and cider, um, and to just kind of connect with each other. Because again, it's about that community. So we have a lot of cyclists in our community that love to get out and uh, support the cause. And then also um, just kind of show one of the things I really love about it is sometimes when people are diagnosed and I'm, I'm unsure what your journey was when you were a kiddo that was diagnosed, but it's all of a sudden like limitation, limitation, limitation. You can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Especially when it comes to things that are active, like there are a lot of kids we deal with that don't know that they can play sports still. They don't know that they can, you know, go ahead and still do these things. So something like a ride is so cool to see because, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. That's my dog. Um, something like a ride is so cool to see because you can see that people are out there truly still doing the things they love to do. Um, so we'll have that next year and that will be, that will be a lot of fun. We're it's really excited. I'm so excited to, to be a part of it. And um, how often do you all have events? Um, so each year um, we have, for depending on where your location is, um, we usually have something like a ride or a walk. We have camp. And then, um, again, depending on your location, we might have another event. But we do have, um, like I said, there there's all sorts of community things. But we try to do the big everyone come together once a year, everyone come together for this. So um, those are normally what we have, depending on the area. I'm sure you have listeners everywhere. So yeah. um, sure. different areas have different opportunities. So we'll, we'll steer them to the, the site to have mm-hmm. those up-to-date um, events, right? Yeah. And um, can you speak on a time when you've seen how the, the site and the ADA have really helped with someone who was diagnosed with diabetes. And if you've seen how the access to resources have also been beneficial to friends and and or family members who are involved in the person living with diabetes life. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I met a woman at the airport that um, she had just, you know, I was checking out at the airport and she they always ask you, where are you going or coming? You know, are you home? Are you traveling? And I had just mentioned to her, I was traveling for work and that I worked for the ADA. And she just said, my dad was just diagnosed and we just, we don't even know where to begin. Yeah. And I said, well, that's very common. So let me first reassure you that you're not alone. That's usually what people think. And she said, I think the most overwhelming thing is just what does he eat now? Like, does, can he eat things? I mean, he was diagnosed with type two diabetes, but can he eat this? Can he not eat that? And I said, well, we actually have something called the food hub that's on our website that can do meal planning. It tells you all the carbs and all the, it tells you all the information for all the foods. It's shoppable. So if you pick all these recipes, it'll put them all in the cart for you and you can just check out like for your local, from your local grocery store. It's really, really helpful. And I just, I didn't see her physically go to it, but knowing that that resource was there, I could just see a, like a weight lift. She was like, I didn't even know something like that existed. I said, yeah, we have it. And it's a wonderful tour tool. It's free to use. It's, um, 
it's helpful because you can type in different dietary needs. You can type in, I'm trying to standard this many carbs. I'm trying to do, it's really, really user-friendly. And so that was a time that I was just not even expecting to do anything, but she brought it up and I said, here's a tool you can use that we offer. And like many people, I think when they discover those things, it's just like an instant, like, I feel like I have the support now. I feel like I'm here now. I feel like I can do this. So Um, I think that there are, there are multiple times that that, (laughs) that that happens. That's one I remember specifically because she was, she was immediately very upset just talking about it. She was just obviously very, I think people get in those situations where they have a family member that's diagnosed and it's just like, well, what do I do? Where do I go? We're, we're a fair human being response, right? Like what is next? What do I do? This is all brand new. Mm -hmm. What do I do? Which is Mm -hmm. completely, completely human being, human response, completely fair. Yeah, Um, absolutely. So thank you for that, that information and that story. I can, I like, as you were saying it, I could like see it right in my head, this, this going down (laughs) with this lady and the light bulb going off like, Oh, and the weight being lifted, like this feels not so heavy. Yeah. Um, and I felt, I felt really, I, I gave her my information. I said, please, please reach out to me if you ever, ever need anything. And that's another thing that I think that people maybe don't fully understand is that like, yeah, we have a job we do. We, we raise funds and we help partner in the community and we, we provide these things, but we're also here if you have questions. Yeah. Like ABA has a line you can call that's like, they'll answer any questions you need. They'll get you the resources you need. They'll help you with, if your work isn't allowing you to, you know, have your glucose tabs with you or go to the restroom when you need to, like things like that. Or if school is not recognizing this for your kiddo, we have all of these resources we can help you with. So, um, I think hoping, I know you didn't ask this, but just trying to get in there, hoping that people understand that we're real people on the other side as well. And we're here to help. So that's, that's our goal. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Sarah. And so where would you like to see, um, you know, progress with diabetes and um, like the American Diabetes Association? Where would you, what would you like to see happen um, in the near and far future? Um, Personally, my, my goal is obviously always like a cure. That's our overlying goal, right? Is to find a cure so people don't have to live with this day in, day out. Um, some of the goals that I know that I'm working with companies personally on helping with and that our advocacy group and our, our organization are working on are insulin caps, people not having to pay their entire oh, yeah. life savings to get their insulin or having to ration it, which is something that has happened a lot. And it's, it's a very unfortunate ending for those people. And it's, it's, that's a very stark reality, but it's true. This is what happens. People can't afford it. So they ration it. And as you know, for, especially for people with type one, you can't, I mean, you can't live without it. You can't, you just can't. Yeah. Um. So that's something that we're working on is making sure that the companies and our legislation and everything is geared towards this insulin cap. We're making a lot of progress, but until every state says you don't have to pay more than $35 for your insulin, like we are working. <laughs> so yeah, it's one of my, that is one of my really, like, that is a goal. That is something I'm really passionate about. Um, also just 
I think continuing to provide that community for people. That's, that's a goal for me to continue to promote and to know that people have somewhere to go, someone to talk to. We never have to have kids that can't come to camp for whatever reason that, that we are always available for everyone. So, um, those are, those are my, my continued goals for, for the ADAs just to continue to be successful in what we do. Um, cause people living with diabetes and their families are important to us. I mean, this is, this is huge to us. So, um, I think that answer, I hope that answered. (laughs) I get, I get get going and then I'm like, I don't remember the question now, but all of it. Thank you. And more. So, um, just to, I'm going to just add to what you were saying about insulin caps. So I was, I, I was just out of high school and I, um, I think I, I did, I was doing like one, I did a semester or something in college, but I was working two jobs and I went to the pharmacy and I could not afford my insulin and my test strips. And I think I just started crying because I didn't know what to do. Like I was working two jobs. I think I had okay insurance, but I didn't have enough money for my, um, my medicine. Mm-hmm. And it was mind blowing to me, something that I um, had been given, right? Like I, by no, just, it, it wasn't my fault, but it was mm-hmm. given to me because I'm somebody that, you know, is strong enough to handle it and all of these things, but I didn't choose it. Right. Absolutely. And needed. And I could not afford both. And you can't really have one without the other. You can't just be taking your insulin, not knowing what your blood sugar is. And you can't be taking your blood sugar without insulin to remedy mm-hmm. what's going on. If you're a little too high and just, if you need to eat, right. Like, mm-hmm. so that, that I totally understand that. Um, so can you give a tip for people who are, um, you know, hanging with their diabetes companion that they've gotten and um, friends and family helping to work with somebody who has diabetes? I think the best thing you can do is ask them, how can I support you? How can I be the best support to you? There are many people that though this is not something you should ever feel bad about as far as like ashamed or want to hide it, there are still quite a few people that don't like that being don't feel like that's everybody's information that they need. They don't feel like that's everybody's business. So there are a lot of people that are like, just ignore it. Just don't talk about it. Just don't just. So I think the best way you can be supportive is do some of your own homework to learn about it. I think definitely one of the most important things you can do is to learn to recognize the signs of highs and lows because sometimes people, if they get into a high state or a low state, they know what the signs are, but they're they're already there. So it's hard for them to say, like, I'm in this spot right now. So I think maybe doing your own homework a little bit on highs and lows, what it is, what the differences between type 1, type 2, gestational diabetes all are. Just get your basic information. I think they'll feel more than supported if you even just take the moment to do that. If you even just show the interest in supporting them and then ask them, yes, what are you most comfortable with me in the ways that I can support you? And how can I, how can I be there for you on your journey with this? I think is the best thing. I love that. Love that. Communication (laughs) is key, right? (laughs) You know, we, we, you know, we can assume, but assumptions are like typically the mother of all blank blanks, right? Mm -hmm. Like, um, so we can assume, or we can have a conversation and like, get, get what's 
really need it from the person that needs it. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me, Sarah. And it's just been a ton of useful information. And um, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to have you here. I'm just always grateful when people take time to just do something that is out of their norm. Um, and But it's going to help. Um, yeah. People that are, are, are watching this. And, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm so happy to be able to do it. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. We, we appreciate any time that we can, we can talk to people because again, we're, we're here, we're here to help. And, um, anytime we can get the information out, normalize people knowing about this, normalize people having it and, um, really just understanding that this is out there. This is a huge, huge epidemic and we need to, we need to recognize it. So anytime I can do that. And, and I'm available for anyone that's listening that you have that needs help with anything. So, and I'll put Sarah's information, um, on the podcast so folks can get in contact when they need to. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so to all who are listening, um, or watching, I'd like to have an, an engaged podcast. So email your questions and, um, suggestions to me at diabetic at gmail.com. So Thank you, Sarah, and thank you, everyone, for listening and or watching, and I'm looking forward to seeing you all again soon. So until next time, see ya, see ya, see ya. Bye, everybody.